Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. Sorry that I uh, skipped yesterday's episode. I just wanted to take a nap and then record, but it turned out that I, uh, well, apparently can't function with just three hours of sleep every night. It just takes my toll. However, I'm back today and, um, well... We have a lot of news, and we have quite a lot of interesting info. One thing I'd like to start with is that that I managed to speak with some refugees that are here in Riga right now. Well, they are now living to apartment next to my mom's, a tiny one, because, well, they they just arrived here since they had nowhere else to go. Spoke with a grandmom, a daughter, and a three-year-old young kid. The kid still hasn't gotten away from the situation. He's still in shock, and, well, when the exhaust pipe outside, like, when the exhaust pipe on a truck outside, uh, outside the apartment just kind of, you know, made a boom sound, he was still worried and said, Mommy, they're still shooting outside. He had to be calmed down. They have an older brother, by the way, who's 21 and has uh, remained in Odessa. They're from Kharkov, by the way. He's in Odessa. The mom's still relatively young, and she told me that she had her oldest kid at a very young age. So we'll try to find the guy, the guy there when we, when we get to it. They were from Kharkiv. They drove to Latvia via Lvov, then to Helm, where I was when I was reporting from there, then to Warsaw, then to Riga. They had to pay about 400 grivna per person to volunteers to be driven out of town. Because, well, the gasoline is expensive and, well, they are, they are in lack of it. It's only about 12 euros and 40 cents, which is about 15 dollars. But, well, obviously to the people in Ukraine, that is probably a lot more valuable and more money than to us. Again, because of the lack of gasoline. She told me that Russian soldiers also took their cell phones from them, which made everything extra difficult. They uh, used Ukrainian numbers to communicate and they didn't manage to destroy the, their cell phones fast enough, which is the action that Ukrainian government recommends that you do if, if Russians come over and try to take our cell phone. But yeah, if the Russians apparently just, just take cell phones from people. Also, she told me that in Kharkiv, there are Russian snipers on rooftops and they don't care. They uh, apparently shoot at people, civilians walking on the street in crowds to cause panic and fear to basically disrupt operation. And here's the right quote. Quote, A tank arrived in the square, in the green zone, amidst our Khrushchevkas. And then it just stood there, turret turning around, firing blindly at the buildings surrounding it. 
They hate us because we speak Russian but didn't surrender because we are Ukrainians. This war isn't one to conquer Ukraine. It's a war to exterminate Ukrainians as people. End quote. These guys experience problems in Warsaw. They could spend over 20 hours in the train station to get further. They, unlike many others, didn't have relatives to go to, so they, well, just followed the flow. Where the transport went, they went, and where, where refugees were accepted, because that's better than sitting in a train station, so uh, they ended up in, in Riga, Latvia, and now they're living in a tiny apartment next to my mom's. We're actively helping them personally, obviously. So, I asked her about the peace talks and whether the Ukrainians should give up Crimea and Donbass and, and end the war quickly, and... And she just responded that while Putin is still in power, you know, that there there can be no peace. Quote, while he still sits in the Kremlin, any papers signed with Russia are worthless scraps, and it's only an armistice at best. If that, even. So, so yeah, this is, um, this is what I was also doing yesterday besides, besides planning, but... Still, there are news from the war front. Let's talk about the 36th day of war. A, um, a Rep Pentagon representative, John Kirby, stated that um, Russian Federation has re-dislocated less than 20% of their forces, which were earlier concentrated around Kiev. Some forces went to Belarus. About the forces going to Belarus, apparently... About seven buses worth of Russian soldiers have gone to Belarusian hospitals since they tried to dig up trenches, or were ordered to dig up trenches, near Chernobyl in the Red Forest. Also, my episode on Chernobyl is one of my very first good ones. That's episode number 10. And then there's another one later on about the later revealed and de- well, de-secrified, I don't know, opened up KGB files upon this which is really good, so do check those out. But, um, but apparently they were digging trenches near Chernobyl, which means that they throw, threw up a lot of irradiated land. And last time when we had major readings from Chernobyl, yeah, you know, it was like day two, I think, and and there was reports that the, the container may, might be breached, but apparently it hasn't been. It's just that the ground itself there is so irradiated that... Um, that, well, you know, throwing that, that up in the air causes radiation to just spread around. And now we have seven bosses of soldiers who try to dig, dig trenches deep inside this totally, totally radiated soil and got massive cases of radiation poisoning and radiation illness. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news ad free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Oh, that's interesting. We also know that according to the data of the Ukrainian army in Russia already, there's, an, there, there's a selection process going for Siloviki, 
for um, prosecutors' offices and, and courts and the new organs of power that are supposed to be created in the occupied territories. Also, what they're doing is that we had reports about what actually happened to the people that Russian government were try were moved had moved across the border to Russia, like thirty thousand people from Mariupol that were taken inside Russian territory. Apparently, we have documents that prove that they had been forced to sign papers for a criminal court case in the future, where they would be the victims of of uh, kind of this Ukrainian genocide against peoples and against Donetsk and Lugansk. Because apparently it seems like they've, they've grabbed these people, they forced them to sign papers, and they're really detailed papers. Conflict, Conflict Intelligence team reported on this, and they are very, very conservative in everything that they do, but this has been proven. So Russia has basically taken these people and to let them through to, to get to some safety, they've been forced to sign papers stating that, yes, Ukrainian government is evil and that they are doing genocide and terrible things. I'm pretty sure that... Um, that at one point Lavrov or someone else soon will pop out with a message saying that, oh no, here we have materials. And I think that someone there is still very worried about the fact that, um, you know, they still think they can win this war. I think we should prove them, prove them otherwise. And um, Zelensky at the same time had called off ambassadors to Georgia and Morocco as these countries are, well, not joining sanctions and they're still being very friendly to Russia. At the same time, I think uh, Georgia will, st will change its stance very soon, since yesterday the so-called president of the, the South Ossetia, Oblast, or I don't know how that's in Georgian, but basically that's one of the two territories that was taken by Russia in 2008 in the invasion of Georgia. And he, amidst this war, has decided that it's the right time to create a referendum, obviously totally, absolutely, 100% real one, I'm not kidding, guys, um, yeah, for, for that place to join Russia, which is just deepening this crisis. Azerbaijan has taken the Gorno-Karabakh, and, uh, and when, when Russia sent protests to those people, you know about how it's kind of illegal to take this stuff, translated into human language, the Azerbaijanis answered that, yeah, you know, we, we took Karabakh, and what you're going to do about it, you know? do some export on us, we can't send tomatoes to you. Yeah, go on. So, that's another escalation. And um, the Ministry of Defense of Russia stated that from 10 a.m. this 10 a.m. today, 31st of March, there is a quietness regime, and then there is an additional corridor for evacuation from Mariupol to Zaporozhye, apparently. However, I still believe those people will be forced to sign sign something. Today is also the first day when, once again, uh, after a long period of time, you can short stocks on the Russian stock exchange. And, well, I don't have any, any financial knowledge myself. I, I'm just a journalist. If anybody of you wants to, wants to become my financial advisor and help me invest something in stocks so that I would hopefully have a retirement fund one day, because I probably don't since of how our how our tax system works, feel free to message us, because that would actually be really useful. But as far as I know, uh, what, what shorting is, I, I think that, um, well, even with my limited knowledge, shorting Russian stocks today would be a great investment, if you can do that, that is. And um, Sberbank, the central bank of Russia, has also acknowledged and stated that they annul or, they, they annul or just cancel all 
all kind of asks, all about all requests for a kind of a mortgage to, to buy a house, which were which were kind of um, kind of sent into them, uh, sent sent into them until the until the kind of the base base value was increased because the base value for mortgage, well, Russian central bank's base credit value is twenty percent, which means. 20% is the minimum amount, and mortgages, state-sponsored mortgages in Russia, you know, when government actually helps you to get a place to live in and guarantees lower percentage and guarantees your payment and everything, yeah, that's 12%. And um, I think it sounds weird in the West, but before that, you know, standard mortgage rates in, in, in Russia by pi private banks are 17%, and they used to be like that even before the war. I don't know about the implications there. Please write this in the comments or on our Facebook or on our Twitter. But yeah, mortgage, you can get one in a private bank for bigger amounts of money and for a bigger property for 17%. State-sponsored mortgages are 12%, which is, as far as I know of, that's, uh, that's a really, really bad, bad deal. Also, Russia has legalized the parallel imports. Which means that in Russia you can sell fakes of literally everything without, uh, or just stolen goods and they just ignore copyright laws and they ignore intellectual property fully and whatsoever completely. Which is just uh, absolutely, absolutely crazy. So that's at least something. And um, also, to end this up, Besides the fact that Russia has actually stated that, that Kuril Islands are, are, are Japanese um, land, which has been illegally occupied by Russia, and that's in public now, so that's great. Yeah, besides that, there is one other thing that um, should quickly, quickly really turn your opinion away if you really think Ukraine is the Nazis and everything, and if you live in America, and maybe you have sympathies for Putin's government and everything. Um, just so you knew. Sergei Lavrov stated that uh, Russia has now given accreditation and legally recognized the to the first diplomat of Taliban. Taliban, by the way, is officially forbidden territory of Russian Federation. However, Taliban is now an official government and Russia will cooperate with Taliban. And I mean, um, you know, you may call some people Nazis, but now you at least know who are also genuine terrorists. So, hey, if you support Russia, then I can clearly state that you're a fan of Taliban right now. Think about it a bit. And, um, yeah, off, off to do more work, because there's a lot of prep work going on, our checked bag, where we're going to put our, our armored vests and helmets is way too, way too heavy, but we can't take more bags with us because we have, you know, we have to be mobile. So what we're doing is we're just going to call Air Baltic and we got a number. So let's hope that they'll help us with the trip. And if, if you want to help us with the trip, also let us know. Our email is theeasternborder@gmail.com, or just follow us on Facebook or on Twitter. Just look up the Eastern Border. And if you want to support the show, then please either become a patron in patreon.com slash theeasternborder or... Or you can click the donate button on the eastern border LV and donate to, donate to Ukrainian charities. Uh, Come back alive is one of the good ones, and the SOS Army Ukraine is also a good one. And remember that happiness is mandatory. Do свидания, товарищ. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.